What's up, fam? It's Kirsten, Tampa Waxer on Instagram, and I am, of course, your host of The Waxing Podcast. And thank you for joining me if this is your first time. Hello, welcome. I have a bunch of really great episodes for you to check out before this one. Um, So yeah, feel free to browse through and have some fun. And if you are somebody who is returning, then you already know I love you and you're the best. And um, yeah, so I have been, this whole month I feel like has been really crazy Um, And happy Halloween, guys, if you're listening to this on Halloween weekend when it comes out. I know we have like a spooky Halloween this year because we have the full moon, we have the time change, we have all of like this spooky little thing. So I hope everyone's having a good Halloween. I am not dressing up this year, but of course I have a child, so he will be dressed up as little baby Bam Bam. I'm excited to share that with you on my Instagram, but he's going to be so cute. We got it off Etsy and I'm, I'm like so excited, but yeah, this month has been so crazy for me. Um, I think it's just kind of getting into the holiday season. I think it's just like a more stressful time. Um, my, you know, books at work are insane. I am putting my house up for sale. Actually, when you listen to this, my house will be listed and we will start looking for a new home. And, you know, I'm traveling next month for Thanksgiving to see my family. And I was planning on going to Chicago, but supposedly they're going through another um, soft shutdown with like restaurants and things like that. So we may actually not be doing that anymore. So I guess I will just, you know, fingers crossed because we do that every single year for Thanksgiving. So, you know, me and my fiance go up there and spend some time. So obviously with the given situation, like I won't be a brat about it, of course, but you know, it kind of sucks. It uh, is something I look forward to every year. So, well, we've only done it once. So this will be our second year, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm still pretty bummed. Um, so yeah, I, uh, my guide came out also the student edition guide, which I'm really excited about. And I had a lot of people purchase that and that was amazing. I've got a lot of amazing feedback from that course. Um, you know, it was a manual type of, um, guide that I came out with so- something specifically for students. And yeah, I've been kind of focusing on my students and I say my, like you're my, <laughs> I mean, students, right? Estheticians in school. So I like this podcast to really help so many different people in so many different ways. And I'm always happy when this podcast episode helps more than who I think I'm gearing it to for the week. But um, yeah, my mind has been on estheticians that are in school, ones that are just graduating, ones that are not graduated yet, ones that are postponed because of COVID. Uh, My mind has been heavily on, on you lately. And that's why I came out with a guide because I just really wanted to do my part and teach all that, you know, I know and that I can and kind of put my own little spin on it. And uh, so yeah, that's been fun for me. So I felt like this is such a perfect episode to talk about branding, you know, in this industry, it's huge to brand yourself, whether or not you want to go out on your own, or you are working for a company. I know it's a little harder for my European wax girls to brand themselves because I know that there's a little bit more of phone rules. Um, But you know, bringing that up, I actually had a girl and I hope she does not mind me sharing this, but she is in a school right now. 
and her name is Natalie. And I was on a group Zoom from her because she took the waxing guide, the complete Brazilian. And yeah, she asked about like where she should work. She was like, should I work at a European Wax Center or should I work for a lunchbox? And it was like an interesting question because it's like, it's so black and white, I feel like in, you know, school, they teach you, you know, you have these options if you want to learn waxing. And it's just like not true. So I was really happy to like give her another answer on a different perspective of somebody who, you know, joined this industry without ever stepping into a European wax center or a lunchbox or any of the other franchise corporate places. You know, I know that not many of me exists, but I hope that this message kind of comes across for you if you're in school and you're really wanting to wax, but you just feel like really turned off by the corporate chains like I did. So um, yeah, my answer to her was, why do you have to pick European or why do you have to pick Lunchbox? Like, you know, there's tons of different wax studios popping up left and right. I know that if you live in a small town, it's a little bit harder, but it's not impossible. Whereas she lives in a super big town, a city, in fact. And so, you know, she has so many different options. So when it comes to, and I will tie this into the branding conversation that we're about to have, but when it comes to like sharing your work and stuff like that, and you can't do it at European or you're not happy at European or, you know, you want to share your work being like how I am. Um, and I am like, you know, an entrepreneur or an intrapreneur in a business that I don't own. Um, you know, go work for someone else that's not corporate. So what I was telling her is like, hey, why don't you just start getting waxed in your area? Um, you're still in school. Like, why don't you go check it out? Why don't you get your arm waxed or your leg waxed or, you know, bikini Brazilian, whatever you want to do and start hopping around your area and finding, um, you know, different places. And then if it's something that you end up like getting interested in let's say you like love you know this specific shop then keep going there stay consistent build a relationship let them um you know you don't even have to let them know at first that you're even in school right just like simply check it out but as like the the conversation goes of course you know mention to them and by that point you would have built up such a good relationship that you could totally get trained underneath you know somebody else who's not corporate I know that that was completely going off topic, but I felt like that was such a good conversation to have because I don't think enough people really think about that. They think, oh, this person's going to want experience. This person's going to want this. But in actuality, like an owner would love to train somebody like fresh out of school or, you know, fresh in the industry because it's like, you know, they can mold you a little bit into like their values, their mission, their statement, you know, what their business stands for. Cause you don't really know anything else. You don't have anything to compare it to. And I think that a lot of people don't really see that value when they're thinking of an owner and, you know, maybe they see like the experience requirements, but keep in mind sometimes, you know, if you go in and you have such a good personality, skills can be trained. And I always, you know, think that it's so funny when people just like think there's one little tunnel to go through because there's just not. There's so many different roads. But getting back on topic, um, yeah, like working for like another brand and then branding yourself through like your social media platforms and things like that. But um, either way, I think this episode's going to be amazing. And um, yeah, I'm going to dive in right now on different ways and different techniques and little tips that you can take to brand yourself.
All right, guys, jumping right into um, number one. So I love this idea for branding whenever you're branding yourself, your brand, your business, whatever it may be. I think one of the best inspirations that you can go to is right on your phone. It's completely free and you guys probably all know what it is, but uh, maybe not. (laughs) It's uh, Pinterest, right? So going on Pinterest when you're looking for inspo is so important. It gets you so creative. It gets you looking at other people's spaces. And you don't even have to look up salons or waxing studios or anything like you can just simply type in something that you think you love. Like, you know, for me, it's like, I love like white brick. I think white brick is beautiful. I love like that modern look. So like I would type in, you know, and I'll like do it right now. So I would type in white brick and my Pinterest is so customized to me already and yours might be too, but doing like little things like that, right? So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to look at white brick and then I'm going to scroll down until I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. So this one is something that I absolutely am vibing with, love it need it. Okay, so I'm going to click on that. And then from there, it's, you know, going to bring me to a lot of similar things. And then just basically do that until you are lost in the damn sauce with things you like, right? And then make a Pinterest board about it be like salon inspo or branding ideas and things like that. Another thing that you can do is you can go on Pinterest and actually look up branding styles And I did that whenever I was looking for the waxing guides, branding. So I actually went on there. I typed in branding styles and I was on there forever. And then I would like like a color and then I'd be like, oh my gosh. And I would click that. I'd keep scrolling and I'd be like, okay, I like this color, but now I'm liking this one better. And I kept doing that until I like reached a point where I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I want. And then what I did after that, I know that it could be different for you, but this is why I will explain to you why I think everyone should get a web designer and this will be a part of the branding. But um, I sent it over to my web designer and I told him to, you know, match these colors for me and he was able to literally give me the same exact hex code. Okay, so what I did with those hex codes is I saved them in my notes And I just put like the waxing guide brand colors. And then what I did from there is I would put them into like if I'm sending out an email, um, obviously it's on my website. I started incorporating the colors on my page so that I could really get like in sync with um, branding. But that was like, honestly, Pinterest was huge for me. It's how I found my branding. It's how I I find a lot of things, actually. It's how I find like t-shirt inspo, Um, you know, it's, it, you know, being inspired on Pinterest is just, it's, it's amazing. It's a great platform to have. Um, So yeah, that would be number one is getting on Pinterest. And then let me pull up my notes because I actually wrote this because I was like, I knew I'm going to rant on. (laughs) Okay, so locking down your brand. So number two would also be to check out your home decor. What does your place look like? What does your apartment look like? What is your, you know, even if you don't have your own space, let's say you live with your family. It's like, okay, what does your room look like if you were able to design it yourself? And if not, okay, what does your closet look like? Like what kind of clothes do you wear? What jewelry do you like at Target or at Nordstrom? And, you know, you start to kind of feel out your vibe through that. 
And we all go through so many different ones. Um, like for instance, whenever I first started out in esthetician school, I actually was like a lot more um, like hobo, which is really funny now because now I'm like so opposite. Um, but yeah, I was like really into like hobo, like Earthbound was one of my favorite stores to shop in if you guys know what that is. Um, but like now... I love like gold jewelry, um, a little bit more like glam. I'm still very plain Jane, do not get me wrong, but I like like, you know, whites and so uh, obviously black. I mean, we're in the beauty industry, but (laughs) um, yeah, checking out your space, getting some inspo from that and really pulling from that. And then um, another one, so number three, Um, a tip is to look at your surroundings, uh, by surroundings, I mean like who are your celebrity influences, who are your influences on like Instagram, on social media. And I want to say a huge note here. I do not mean to literally copy someone else's style, right? I mean, and let me just frame this very, um, clearly no one owns a font, no one owns a color scheme, no one owns a color, and no one owns, I don't know, you get what I'm saying, right? (laughs) Okay. But you can totally tell when and it's not even like that big of a deal more than it is like, I don't know, like, you can tell when somebody is like really pulling inspo from somebody like a little bit like too hard. And, um, at that point it just, it's, it's never going to benefit you because the people are always going to look at it and be like, I wait, I think I know someone that has that exact same brand. Um, if you're trying to be like Instagramable, if you don't care about that, then I say, pull whatever you want to pull, do whatever you want to do. Like I said, no one owns anything until they own it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't, like I said, I knew I was going to go on rants. Um, so yeah, but celebrity and, and, um, and influence, you know, people that you follow, right? Like, is there like a certain scheme? Like, are you really into like pop culture? Are you into like hip hop? Are you into home design? Do you have a lot of home editing influences in your like social life? Like, where do you pull? And then, you know, kind of go off that because that's, you know, really shows a lot of your personality, which I like, you know, there's inspiration that we can get everywhere for branding ourselves. And this is not like, don't write a list of all this stuff and then do every single one of them, right? It's just like, if you've already looked through Pinterest and you're like, eh, and you've, you know, maybe looked at your home decor, but you haven't like thought about maybe like, who are your influences and like all of that stuff. These are just ideas. Um, Another thing I really love about branding. So once you have your brand, I really recommend you using the app called Canva. So I pay for this app. It's like, I I believe it's like $12.99 a month, but I use it so much that it's worth every single dollar. Um, And then what Canva does, and I think it's really cool, is you can go on there and you can actually set your branding colors and your branding fonts, which I love. So like when I'm on there now, my stuff just like automatically colors to like the colors are just already there. I don't have to search them in every single time because you can go in and pre-do it and then put like a um, like mine says like the waxing guide font and like color scheme. And so I see that every single time I'm making a post. I think it's really cool and a really good tool to have. And then whenever you're like writing posts or putting like pictures in and you want to like write things, you can attach it right onto Canva 
and then you can write all the things below and it be in your font style. And that way you can get all of your Instagram and social media kind of looking alike, especially like your website as well. Because of course, like if you're starting a brand, even if you know, well, more so if you're starting your own like business or you want to be a solopreneur, like you want to make sure that all of that lines up. Like you don't want somebody to go to your website and it be like green and purple and, you know, uh, leaves and, you know, it's really dark. And then they go on your Instagram and you're like fluffy and pink and like really pretty, like flowers and like airy and things like that right that those what those don't make sense people are gonna be like wait is that the right girl so you want to stay like really cohesive about um you know your pages so getting these branding things are going to be you know huge and then Another thing I could not recommend enough is getting a web designer once you find your colors. Your web designer can create you not only a page, right? You think, okay, my web designer is for a page. No, no, no. A web designer is for, you know, a page. It's for suggesting branding styles, branding colors. If you just are so clueless into what you want to do, it is for building a logo if you want logos are huge you can change them over time for sure but I loved that I got like a second opinion on my logo my my web designer actually made mine I love it so much and it's so simple yet very um elegant something I would not have probably created myself so locking down your brand is really all about locking down a good web designer and I've talked about him before. His name is um, Jay York, and his business is called Grove Brands. He is able to do anyone in the U.S., and he's giving out a free consult if you let him know that Tampa Waxer sent you. So if you want to take advantage of that, like, you know, why not? If, you know, you talk to him and it's not something you're feeling, then that's fine, you know, but getting like on board and seeing that at least especially if you're about to open your own place is totally worth your investment and then um yeah like I mean those are going to be kind of your your like lockdown your brand's um ideas but I just want to let you know to keep in mind like you don't have to you know so many people get wrapped up in like the forever and they're like oh my god is this brand going to be me forever and listen like we're all evolving. We're all changing. I mean, you look at like Apple, right? Apple has changed their brand so many times. Um, you look at Instagram, Instagram's changed their branding multiple times, right? Um, but really, the only thing that has not changed in those things is their um, their mission statement, okay, what they stand for, right? What Instagram, Instagram stands for posting, you know, pictures online. Yes, they've changed. Yes, it's evolved. Yes, it's got a little different. But their mission has always been to like connect people, um, pair businesses up with other, you know, local people. And then same with Apple, same with any business. So I would say, start if you're starting out, start with your mission statement, meaning like, what is your true passion for why you're doing what you're doing, right? Like, and I'll give you an example. So I started the waxing guide and literally I don't have a mission statement um, like at heart, like I can't recite one for you, but my mission statement is to make other estheticians feel more comfortable in their skills at waxing. I want estheticians to feel more verbally 
confident. I want more estheticians to feel um, technique wise confident and all over. Like I just want to create a space that waxers feel really important because we have such an amazing career. So my mission statement is to really like kind of guide other estheticians in the world of waxing. So my mission statement will never change, right? But maybe my branding will. And um, I think that branding is a really important thing in your business. But don't get too locked down on the ideas that you have to stay the exact same. I mean, I would say like if you decide to rebrand later on in the future, I guess you can go as crazy or as not as you want. But, you know, give it some time and people will start to see that as like the new normal. But um, yeah, like think think into your brand though, right? Who are you? What, what do you like? I, you know, me, it's like, I know some girls are like, Ugh, I hate the pink. The pink is like, so like girly, like I'm not that way. And what's funny is I'm like, I love pink <laughs> and I'm not girly. I like like that airy look. It's just like very me. So I don't care what people say about pink. I use pink anyway. I don't care if people get the wrong idea and think, Oh, Kirsten must be so girly in real life. It's like, no, I really don't own you know, that much pink, um, like not like I have fingernail polish and like lipsticks, pink, things like that. Like I just truly like that style on the internet. I think that it looks just very airy, very inviting, very free. Um, my dog is going cray cray in the background as you guys can hear, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to share some tig, la, 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 some tig. I don't even know what tig bits are. That's the Illinois in me, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, I just wanted to share some little tips on branding with you. I wanted to share some tips on what I think you should start looking at when you think about, um, you know, branding yourself in the future. Um, also the girls that don't want to be bosses and want to work underneath somebody. I want you to also think about branding as well, because, you know, Branding is just as important as you as it is for um, the business that you're working for. I don't think there's anything wrong with having your own style within where you work. Um, of course, you have to work, you know, with someone else's style as well. But my Instagram is totally me. I love that about um, having my own social media platform is I can create something and you guys all can too. So yeah, tell me in the um, DMs in my Tampa waxing DMs how you've branded or what branding you like and all of that stuff. I'm always down to engage in some conversation with you guys. I hope you guys have a good weekend. I hope you guys have a good holiday and I'm going to see you next week. Bye guys. If you like this episode, please subscribe so you can get all future episodes sent straight to your phone. Also use the hashtag the waxing podcast and tag your girl Tampa waxer, AKA me. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.